into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! After the party is the wild ah, Talking about... Hey. This is the remix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. When when did this come out? Man, Uh, 2006, 2005? Yeah. No, 2000. Am I wrong? Like two. 2002? That's my guess. 2002. Yeah. Probably have to look at that. The song went super hard. Welcome to the It went super hard. For real. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, you are in the right place. It is none other than the one and only rap game after show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Lim Gonzalez. I'm super, super excited because... We're in our second episode. Oh yeah. And we want to thank you for tuning in. Y'all oh, yeah. y'all watched us. Y'all y'all tweet us about tweeted about us and we're super excited. Of course, I'm not here by myself. I got my boy, my partner in crime, Nino Lanera. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Nino. You can catch me at Nino Lanera on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And on the <laughs> on the flip side over there looking like he's about to rob somebody's house. I Mr. Joshua Johnson. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Mr. Lim Gonzalez, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm great. Nice, nice. My yeah. name is Joshua Johnson. You can catch me on social media at JJ the Talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, on the far end, whoa, none whoa. other than Mr. Jimmy V Bear. What's whoa, up, boy? Whoa. Yeah. Hey Cass, what's poppin'? All right. It's down for another week of the rap show. Uh it's your boy Jimmy V. I'm on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. Make sure you hit us up. Continue the conversation. Let's get it popping. Yeah, man. let's get it super popping. So, of course, um, I, I just want to kind of get into this guest because we do have a guest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a guest. Um, straight out the 508. It's, it's going things. down for real. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you want to make sure you keep tuning in because it's going to get really wild and crazy. We try to have every single guest that we can on this after show because it's just a reward to you as a fan so you kind of see what goes on behind the scenes right. and know what's popping. So none other, our first guest of this season of the rap game is none other, what'd you say from the 508? From the 508 from the 508 Town in the house. Hold Y'all it give down. it up for my boy Mr. Papa Louise. Papa Louise, Papa what's up, Louise? baby? What's popping, yo? What's up, dog? Hey, man. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> what's up, man? So... Always oh, just the mic. Yeah, yeah. I can. We can see you. Oh yeah. We can see you. The fans can see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. No delay. It's all popping. It's all good. So, um, man, we want to thank you for p- putting us on the show, being our guest tonight. Um, I see. I, I see you got the the the, the corn roses crispy. I see. <laughs> I see. I see you. I see. Yeah, well, I see you. Man, we at we at the Foreign Affairs Street Rap Foreign Affairs Studios. Nice, nice. That's right, what's up. Right. Now, now right. tell us a little bit about where you at. Is this where uh, Poopy gets down um, when he's rapping? Is this where he records his music? What goes down over there? Oh, you know, I mean, your man's know the city's big, man. There's a bunch of people working out. You know, what I'm saying doing the music stuff. Poopy got he got his spot where he works his magic. But as soon as we you know finished the show, I came back and everything that I learned from Ti, from Usher. 
from Jermaine Dupree especially, I just came and just shared that with them. You know what I'm saying? T- um, Jermaine kicked free game to me. I wasn't really in the music business before that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I was just uh, um, a manager like, you know, the business sense. Because mm-hmm. I got businesses out here in Brockton. Word. You know right. I mean? But as soon as I learned a lot of stuff about the music, you know what I mean? Like some of the ins and outs and stuff that really go on and things you should, they should be concentrating their money and their time on, how um, important social media is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I came back and this is what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kicking it with them, with the people I believe in, the people I see in working hard, like, you know, the team I'm, I'm with right now. Right. And I'm making sure that, you know, like I was just telling my man, yo, Periscope is popping. I don't know if you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we definitely man, know about the Periscope. Now. Oh, yeah. The scope, man. Like a lot of, t- you know, you got to make your life public. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tweet. You know, I see some people taking pictures of their food and all that, but I told them it's it's kind of that extent and more. When you're in the right. studio, let your fans see that. Yeah, right. You know they I mean? they want to connect with you. Yeah, yeah they want to connect. They want to relate. You know what I mean? So give them a part of your life on the daily. Absolutely, you know I mean? mm-hmm. absolutely. And show them the struggle too. It's not just for your fans, but I think for 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 this people who 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 have like artists that they look up to. And the artists make it look so easy mm-hmm. that they forget the struggle. They forget the work. Word. That's right, man. So, and, every, and, and a lot of these kids forget to put in work, forget to be an intern, forget mm-hmm. to, you know, it, you know, put in the free time and, and, and look out for their DJs and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I come back and do to make sure, like, things are being done the right way. It's not just about going to the studio, making a hit, and hoping somebody hears it. Like, no, man, get off the couch and, and put it in somebody's hand. You know Word. what I'm saying? Right. That's what's up. So it looks like just as freely as you receive that information, you're turning around now and giving that information out, just you know, and, and uh, kind of giving back to the people who are working hard out there in Brockton. Oh no, and that's for everybody. I mean, yo, after the show, everybody and their mom is in my in my DMs. In my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> not like that, not like that. <laughs> it's going down no, but, in but, the DMs. But, but, but you're not being stingy with the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? You you're imparting that knowledge. Uh, I yeah, say but, like no, a lot a lot of parents, a lot of kids are like, I want you to be my manager. Mm-hmm. I don't want to manage nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm gonna give you the information like if I was your manager, like this. Yeah. Is, right. See everybody. There's no hate in my blood. I want to see everybody succeed. Right. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I would love to see I was a part yeah. of that. Like you was going this way, and the grades told me it's better to go that way, and things might work out for you better. You know what I mean? It's right. easier if you go that way. Right. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I'm seeing some artists working hard, but they're actually going in reverse. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they see some of these artists smoking and drinking, but they don't see the artists going to the gym. They don't know that. They some don't. Of these artists there we go. Absolutely, you know, and, and, and eating healthy and exercising like you, it's hard for you to go and perform yeah. five, six songs on stage. They they make it look easy, but it's right. not right. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's all part of it. Then it's not just going in and recording. You got to get you. You got to eat right. You got to yeah. exercise yeah. right. You got to make sure you get enough sleep. Yeah. You know, right. get your energy up. Okay. And so. then I'm just glad to hear that this show wasn't only beneficial for uh, Poopy, but it's also helping you out too. Man, listen, like I said, man, I had a few, you know, businesses that I'm involved in. I never really thought about music. I mean, I went to school for communications. Right. But after I, after I opened up my store, I kind of just, you know, put that dream on hold a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after doing this, I ain't leaving. Right. Wow. <laughs> man, I'm here forever. Like, they ain't getting rid of me. Like, I'm, I told Jermaine to his face, man. Like, we was hanging out. We was at, um... 
We, he brought me to in my first strip club. We went to Magic City. Oh, oh. Oh. It goes down there. <laughs> for, um, for Rocco's um, um, Rocco's birthday, and I told him like, "Yo, bro, no disrespect, but I- I'm gonna be bigger than you." Hey. Oh damn! Nah, but on hey. the real, you have to have that confidence, though. You feel me? Yeah, yeah you have exactly. to. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Luis. He, just, that mean he gave me that, so I thought he was gonna look at me and be like, "What? What you say to me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. You gotta definitely, like you were saying. I think anybody that is in the industry that's that's grounded, like someone like he is, and has uh, the the what he's done and success and all of that going on, you definitely want to get to the next level. It's kind of like when you're a father and you have a child, and your father is amazing. You want your child to do better than you do, and, oh, and yeah, it's just kind of exactly, like on some mentorship. That's exactly. That's exactly. You got it right on point because honestly, me what me managing Poopy, mm-hmm. I honestly did that for my kids because my kids were a fan of Poopy. Word. Saying like I obviously I knew Poopy growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his parents, me his his mom, my mom live in the same neighborhood. We can you East. can you talk about that? I want to know a little bit. I know the fans want to kind of know how do your relationship? I know you're his godfather, but how did that even come about? Like how did that even come when you even got to the point where he started rapping and you kind of being involved with his career? So he, I mean, he already had the career going from the jump, like on his own. Like mm-hmm. he proved himself to everybody. Just, <laughs> his dad had a studio in the basement, and um, you know, his dad would have like French and whoever come down to record in the studio. But Poopy was like, I think, like five or six, and you know, he was kicking it with the engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day he just went inside the booth and recorded, and the dad came downstairs and and heard the song, and he was like, "Who's that?" And it was like Poopy. And he was like, "No, it's not." And he was like, yeah, "It's him." <laughs> Wow. You know what I mean? Like um, someone did a reference track or something for somebody else, and then Poopy just did it, and it sounded really good. Oh, wow. So it's not like, you know, I heard some people saying, like, oh, maybe Dad wanted to be a rapper, and he mm-hmm. kind of forced his son to do it. Like, no, the son did it and was good and proved it to his father that he can do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because, like, you know, Dad had a studio, but, you know, mm-hmm. at the time he was young to be, you know, for the dad to kind of be like saying, this is maybe this is what you want to do or try mm-hmm. it out. He did it on his own and proved to everybody in the room, like, that he has the talent to to hear the words and mimic it and 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 add swag to it. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. he was already doing his own his own thing with with the song, the mixtapes, and all that. But they, you know, they they came to a point when I, I realized, like on the business side, you know, he didn't have music on iTunes yet, uh-huh. and, and certain things weren't registered or, or copywritten and trademark. And I, I I also told him I want him to make big money. You know, not just with the music, but with everything. Use that exposure and come out with a clothing line, or come out with. Mm, that's right. Evolve it, man. Kids. Like concentrate on the kids. It's a brand. Like I'm, I, I might be a cheap, a, a cheap as hell person, but I'll spend crazy <laughs> money on my kids, like every other parent. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. You know so I told him, like, concentrate on that. You have kids that look up to you in school. You can cap. You can capitalize on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, start now. I'm not yeah. saying you're gonna get be a millionaire. Right now but you can start now and, and wear your own clothes don't wear other people's clothing you over yeah. here thinking this is cool and that's cool you forgetting that you're cool right yeah. Yeah. I like that you can make cool mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah absolutely Luis uh, tell us a little bit of how did the whole show came about uh, were you all approached uh, by Jermaine Dupri and his camp you know to do the show no, no. how did that come about in all honesty, so as soon as I got on the, as soon as I got on to it the first thing I started doing because we had crazy opportunities when that controversy happened, a bunch of people emailed us. Like mm-hmm. it made it, it made international headlines. What controversy are you talking about? You're you know, speaking of the YouTube, YouTube, right? YouTube video, video, right? Oh, okay. Like, what did what did my man from Brighton call it? The mm mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that happened, and 
a bunch of people hit us up, like you know, we TMZ, um, Bill O'Reilly, everybody was doing stuff and, and contacting us, and you know, we just kind of mellowing out a little bit because mm-hmm. those just saying, you know, just stay low key and 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 deal with the um and deal with the social services, and mm-hmm. then after that, we'll contact everyone. But by the time I was, you know, we hitting everybody back, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's old news. When he drops a new album or something, get back to us. Right. You know, even um. Dude from Canada, Nadwar, is that his name? Nadwar, right? Nadwar? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard of him. I, I don't yeah, sure. Nadwar, yeah. yeah. He's got, he's got, yeah, um, so same thing. They were just like, well, you know, with the things we wanted to ask have already been answered mm-hmm. by somebody else, mm-hmm. I guess, so whatever. Like, you're not relevant right now, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I just was going through emails, hitting people up, and then a friend of mine who's out in L.A. right now, Gene Eli, he was telling me about different um, producers and directors you know from this area who, who live out there mm-hmm. you know just networking and they agreed on on doing a documentary about poopy ah. then, from, then from there i guess they that production team sold the idea to another production team about doing a documentary about 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 him and other child rappers mm-hmm. that's what they were saying the life of a child rapper mm-hmm. then from that they sold it to another production company i think and the idea just became bigger and ended up being a show about child rappers and ah. what it takes to be a child rapper and, mm. and you know what you guys see now the eight right. episode show uh the rap the rap game gotcha yeah, yeah. Okay, okay then so yeah one idea that Makes just sense. you know snowballed into yeah a just evolved into something right. that was was bigger yeah. That's awesome. So um, now that you know you're getting this exposure from the show, I know we've talked personally, and you've been telling me some of the successes. You know, people, you know, wanting to be on your Instagram, following you on Instagram, Twitter's blowing up. You got DMs from all these people, you know, yeah. trying to get advice. What would you say going forward, um, as far as like Poopy is concerned, and what you're looking for for the future for him? What I'm looking for for Poopy? Yes. Obviously, much success, you know what I'm saying, for him, for all the kids on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like, the show is a competition. Yes. Um, it's like a boot camp competition, man. I'm, it ain't for everybody. Even the rap game ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Touring, you know, it's not for everybody. Right. Um, it looks fun on TV, but it's not. It's very, it's 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 hard work. Yeah. But obviously, I, I, you know, he the kid deserves it. Yeah. I mean, even now, we, you know, he was in the paper the other day. And I guess they didn't really like about what he said about Brockton's, you know, he's, him saying the neighborhood's horrible, but... Mm-hmm. It's the truth, though. That's what, that's mm-hmm. what, what a 12-year-old sees. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where he lives is not the greatest neighborhood. That's what he sees every day. People have been murdered outside of his home, on his street, the next street over. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, actually, where he lives is a street away from my business. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, you know, your boy, he'll, he'll tell you, this is... I, we had 15 murders last year? Yeah, wow. man. It's us. Uh, it's... it's Definitely a tough environment and mm-hmm. uh, change. It, we just need a change, man. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Matter of fact, the, the mayor's the city. Of, the city's doing a good job. The police mm-hmm. department's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, a mayor's been reelected. He's doing a great job, also. So, it, it's definitely changing. Um, I mean, there's no words. It's, it's, yeah. been, it's been going on for a while. Yeah, but, right, right. But you are seeing some change happen. Is what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes I think people are home safe with mm-hmm. their kids, mm-hmm. and, and and the heat, the thermostat on seventy five, and they just had a, a, a good dinner, and mm-hmm. they think that that's like that in everybody's world, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So then, when when we express it, or, or when he talks about it, they're like in shock. Oh my God, how? Why would a twelve year old be saying this or talking mm-hmm. about this? I mean, it's kind of hard for you to talk about something you don't know. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. Think about your favorite your favorite rappers, right? You relate to them on their first album. But then, like, their third album, when they're talking about money and cigars and this and that, 
you kind of lose that connection because mm-hmm. maybe you're not there financially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, that's how I felt. With, right. Like, everybody's first album, I love it. They're talking about yeah. the struggle. And right. Kanye West's first album mm-hmm. compared to Graduation was different. Right. right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or T.I.'s album or, or even Drake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, everything you're saying it makes sense, and and I think it's good that Poopy was able to use this as a platform to talk oh. about his city because, like you said, he can only talk about what he knows. And as a 12 year old, if this is what he knows and this is what he sees going on in his community and mm. his city, you know, why wouldn't he talk about it and right. bring it to light? And so, I mean, I commend him for doing that and actually even putting you know Brockton out there like that and showing some good because, of course, his success is going to bring success to the city. Right. How I look at it, it's all about That's the progression. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it's all about the progression. That's why, like, I'm working. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm making sure that he's doing as much as he can. Yeah. But it still might not be enough. That's why I'm, I'm networking with certain people. Like, right. I want it so when Jermaine calls me and says, yo, is Poopy's track ready? Mm-hmm. I can be like, yeah, and I got this for you. There you right. go, so, yeah. Sure. And it's, I'm not just working with one team. Like, yeah. they show me love, I'm showing them love. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm reaching out to anybody I see working. I'm making time to stop in their studio and saying, you know, this sounds cool, but... I don't know if they'll play this on the radio. I don't know if right. this is commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is melodic. Maybe uh, you should go with, you know, do, doing this sound. Yeah. So when that, per- I know what this person's going to call me and ask me for. I can show them yours, and that's it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Luis, I want to thank you, man, for being on the show. We appreciate it. Um, no before we let you go, let the people know where they can find you on social media, where they can DM you. You know what I'm saying? They get that good <laughs> advice. Peach FaceTiming me like crazy. She's like hitting me up right now. Oh, is that right? Peach's mom. That's crazy. Oh, okay, That's crazy. Okay, That's crazy. Okay. So yeah, tell us, tell the fans where they can find you on social media, man. It's Papa Lewis eighty five. P A P A L U I S eighty five. If you see me in the streets, don't don't be afraid to ask me for a picture. Don't be afraid to ask for some <laughs> advice. I mean, I was eight weeks in the house with with you know. Grammy Award winning producers, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They shared a lot of information with you right. that I, I, with me that I would love to share with y'all. Absolutely. Hit me right, up on right. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. It's P A P A L U I S 85. There it is. Yeah. There it is. And uh, two, I know that I'm over here in Cali and you are over there in Mass, but definitely I'm going to reach out to you over the uh, over the uh, gram and if there's anything that I can do over here, you man, just let me know, man. Oh, no doubt. You know how it's, it's, it's about who you know and networking and showing That's love right, man. and getting back. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You call me at 4 in the morning. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Like I said, thank you it's for having the show. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time, man. All right, man. Thank you. All right. All right. All right, love. There it is. You know what? He spoke, he spoke some truth there when he was talking about um, finding out whether your song is commercial or melodic mm-hmm. or whatnot. People tend to forget there's always this fine line between what people say selling out you know and uh when they hit that success rate you know what i mean mm-hmm. and people are always like no he sounds different now i don't want to mess with him blah 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 mm-hmm. it's not what i want but it's 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 hard because it's a business right it, you know in all aspects you can you definitely want to keep your artistry but you also got to you know take care of the consumers who are buying your stuff as well too absolutely and what right. they want what they like absolutely you know, just like the whole uh the whole um, early 2000s pop culture situation where everything was, like, manufactured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were manufactured to a point. Then their second or third album, they were themselves. Mm-hmm. But they did it as a, as a kind of like a, as a stepping stone, just like the show right. is to them. Right, yeah. It looks like he progressed a lot. 
Uh, and it, I'm hoping uh, Poopy did as well too from what yeah. we saw this episode. Oh yeah, I know for we're sure. Into it seems it. Like, right, right. Oh it seems yeah, like yeah. Uh, Poopy's uh, doing his thing. And like, like you said, I mean, nobody gets into the rap game to be broke. No, I mean, <laughs> ultimately, it, the whole point is you know to, to make music and make money. High hopes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. So, yeah. and, and and you know um, when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. people are gonna buy what they like is and what other people are listening to and right. what's. You know, pop and melodic. I mean, mm-hmm. the numbers are there for themselves. I mean, if you if you're if you recognize that certain songs get a certain number of people to buy your album mm-hmm. and download your single on that, mm-hmm. you're going to keep that same formula up to keep that same measure of success right. up. Right. You know what I mean? Which is also too, it's so important to share your struggles, share mm-hmm. the things that you've gone through. You know, mm-hmm. as people, we're all uh, guarded. You know, because mm-hmm. we don't want to be vulnerable. But w- when you share your story. You could be going through something that I went through, so now you can learn right. f- from me and sure. just keep yeah. on moving on there, which is exactly what they were speaking of. Sure. So I, I like that he's doing that. I like that he's not selfish with the information yeah. that he right. got exactly um, from from JD and all these other guys, Columbo mm-hmm. and and Usher and Ti. I mm-hmm. mean, he's going now. He's going back to his town, yeah, and mm-hmm. he's you know sharing the knowledge with the up and comers there and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, look, here's where I learned from these greats." Like he said, right. now let's you know. Let me give this to you guys so we can be better together because it's all right. about, you know, Brockton, where he's from, right. and helping, right, yeah. you know, his fellow men and fellow rappers in the mm-hmm. community and building up his community. That's Absolutely. what I like about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, now, I think it's all it's all great. It's all great. And uh, I kind of want to get into this episode because yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah. some things that aren't too great <laughs> about this episode. Okay, okay. And Let's I really want to get into um, Super Beach <laughs> because I was wondering when... It was going to go down about this whole writing situation because, of course, they teased us on the first episode yeah. about her not writing and her sister kind of being her ghostwriter. And so it actually went into a challenge where they had to write on their own or they were supposed to write right. on their own. And basically, you know, they met at the mall, uh, their Greenbrier Mall, and they basically took this train tour of Atlanta and JD yeah. showed them where different people were from and he showed them his old spot where mm-hmm. he used to live growing up and all that kind of stuff in Atlanta. And the whole point was they had to write about their journey that day. Right. You know, going through Atlanta, the tour and all of that stuff going on. And that way would see who actually can write from that perspective. Exactly. Tell me y'all were getting nostalgic when, like, he was talking about every place that he was at, talking about crisscross. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Those yeah. are, like, you know what I mean? like yeah. monumental oh, yeah. locations. Right. right, and it's crazy. You know how much, uh, how many people J.D. work with, mm-hmm. but then when he lays it out there, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's right. 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 Which, is, which is why I was highly disappointed in my man who I'm a, I'm a hold to a whole different standard just because we are f- f- from the same place. Uh, he was... Sleeping on the whole oh, show, yeah, he yeah. just yeah. didn't seem like he yeah. he was into it. Which uh, later on we saw exactly the what ended up happening happening because of it. But um, he just needs to w- wake up and just you know l- live in the m- m- moment. Well, I think a lot of it too. I mean, he's twelve. Like, let's yeah. keep it all the way real. I'm not giving excuses. I mean, they're all there for a purpose. Mm. Like he was saying, you know, it was eight weeks. He was like a boot camp. Right. Yeah. You know, they were there to put in work and they were there to to do what they were supposed to do with, you know, whatever was asked of right. them and ultimately get this record deal. However, um, in a situation, it's like going on when you're in school, right? Mm. And you know you're in college and you're studying to be a doctor, let's say, for instance. And this is your passion. This is what you want to do. But there are times during class that you would <laughs> rather be doing something else. Right. right. You but, know what I mean? But, but what would Poopy rather to be doing than to be learning from Jermaine Dupree himself and getting this opportunity that he's got because he's got a great opportunity better like a whole bunch of people like 
are wanting the same opportunity. And the thing is, when you're in that situation, and he's 12, he should be old enough to get it, yeah. that you can't just fall asleep. And and because it comes across, and, and JD called it, he, it mm-hmm. seemed, he seemed totally uninterested. Right, that's and, right. And you that's can't right. do that. True. You, you can't do that. And, and JD called him out on it. Mm-hmm. But and he said, I was up late. Yeah, and Listen. nobody else was tired. I didn't see anybody else. <laughs> I don't care tired. what I'm doing the night before. If I come into work late, I'm, listen, on my way, my car caught a flock. A, a, a flat tire or something. I'm not saying I was up late because that just shows you don't you don't have the uh, discipline to go to sleep on mm-hmm. time in order to wake up the uh, next day. So mm-hmm. just he's got things. He's still young, but he's got things that he just has to w- work on. Well, like, so if music is your passion, though, that should wake you up. You right. yes. When you work sure. on your passion, sure. that's going to wake you up. No matter what you've been doing, when it's time when it's about the music, it's time to wake up. But mm-hmm. here it is. JD said it. And I said this last week too. Once you get 20 million views and a couple subscribers, you feel like you, you feel like something. you made it. Mm-hmm. But once again, they haven't made the money from it, so they really haven't made it. You know, right. it's not the career; it's a hobby at this point for right now. Right. So they want to turn their passion into a career. They got to work like JD says it. Right. But that, that's where it phases all these kids that you know, oh, I'm it. That's it. I don't need a label. Mm-hmm. I'm good. People yeah. know who I am. Well, I did just want to mention uh, this whole idea with the YouTube world. If they get a certain amount of clicks, they get paid a certain amount. So they are still getting paid from their not channel. Not like they would be from a not, record right. like, It's not exactly. the same. It's not the same exposure that yeah. they can yeah. get from right. having yeah. national exposure. Yeah, it's That's not the same. However, and just to go back to you know the situation, and, and I think all of them probably will if they haven't had they're going to have moments where mm-hmm. they're not appreciative of what's going on i think um uh, it was uh, i think it was lyric uh what was it lyric lyric basically was basically in that situation last uh, episode right. when they were like oh you need to freestyle i was like mm, i kind of really don't do that yeah. you know mm-hmm. it wasn't even an attempt you know what i mean it's like at least do something so we can see that you're trying mm-hmm. but she was just like yeah i don't really do that so i'm just not going to right. so was, to me that was you know a moment that she had where she was acting like a kid you same know somebody with Miss I, I thought it was yeah. like, oh go ahead go ahead oh, no, yeah. same thing with Miguel Spilato. she had she didn't want to be doing what she was doing because she didn't mm-hmm. really understand why she was doing it to learn from you know from mm-hmm. starting from the bottom now I'm here type situation right so. I, I feel like mulatto and poopy they could they, I mean it wasn't like they it wasn't something they, they couldn't do like mm-hmm. um with lyric she mm-hmm. probably can't freestyle so right. why, why right. even fake it but right. yeah. um mulatto didn't have to have the attitude mm-hmm. that she had and mm-hmm. poopy could have woken up and acted like he was interested right. sure so I put those I put poopy and mulatto in a different camp than lyric lyric right. just as we right. are going to talk about, right. so you just don't have that freestyle skill, mm-hmm. most likely. Well, uh, you did see, though, when they did get back, and he, you know, because remember, the managers aren't there. Mm-hmm. Kids are by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think he does that purposely because he wants to see how they act without, you know, the, parent the, the figure, parents yeah. figure or the parental figure there. And you saw Luis, who we just talked to, you saw when he got back, he's like, oh, that ain't happening again. Right, like, right. He was exactly. real quick to be like, yeah, that ain't happening again. Uh-huh. Nah, we gonna be serious about this. And even talked to him afterwards, and, you know, and told him, like, look, you gotta, you gotta this is a this is a situation where you have to respect where you're at right you know and he, he got adult on him and let him know like you have to you know put in the work you got mm-hmm. nothing's going to be given to you uh this is you know something that you have to be serious about and you know i'm sure poopy probably didn't really care to hear about that right at that moment but i think when we see in the next episode i don't think we're going to see that from him again no, i don't think so either i yeah, think he's not- gonna you know he learned the lesson at the same time i could see just in my opinion that it seems like poopy does realize that he's got a lot of pressure on him and he has a, a, sure. a certain weight right. on him oh, yeah. being where he's from in brockton being yeah. uh in the situation that he's in and trying to get his family out of the situation that they're in mm-hmm. i feel like he's 
kind of experience some things that he probably shouldn't have to as a 12-year-old. And probably a lot of other 12-year-olds um, wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I, I, looking at him and watching how he interacts and how he moves and how he talks, if mm-hmm. he seems like he has a kind of weight on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, at, at time, not not to go just full out, out on him and just blast him, but, I, you know, I, I do have some empathy for him sure. because of his situation. And it seems like he can feel the weight of that. Uh, at times, and he has a certain maturity about him too. At twelve, right. it's, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but he, you know, like he understands things. The moment when they uh, took a walk in the woods, uh-huh. and he mm-hmm. was just saying, you know, he's like, I'm just tired. I kind of just, I just want to chill right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, because it's, it's true. We see, we see the craziness from when somebody's a kid star, you know, to you know, growing up in the public eye, yeah. you know, and uh, and the pressures of it all, and then when they become an adult, mm-hmm. it, sometimes like eighty percent of the time, it oh, tends yeah. to go bad you know what I mean there's only a small percentage of kid stars who survive almost kind of like that fate you know what I mean so like it's it's hard I I would be nervous to have a kid who wants to do something you know right uh, within this industry at that age yeah I would constantly be talking to them like listen we're gonna take this real slow Mm -hmm. and we need you to be like this when you get older you know what I mean (laughs) you did make a good point because I do agree with that um, that it does seem like he has a weight you know, mm-hmm. on his shoulders, like he's like, I got to do this. And he even said it, you know, the first episode, he's like, you know, um, this is for Brockton. You know, yeah. he was talking about Brockton and he was talking about how he wants to get his family out, out of there. Right, you know right. what I'm That's saying? Right. Out of mm-hmm. the situation that they're in. He wants to make it a better life for his family. Mm-hmm. So here you got a 12 year old young man wanting to do good by his family. Right. That's going to be pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Which I can actually relate. My family was in Brockton up until I was about poopy's age and Mm -hmm. at that time i didn't understand why we were moving out Mm -hmm. but my mom did Mm -hmm. so Mm. in a sense poopy has that knowledge that my mom did at the time and i had absolutely no idea Mm. so then he's i just feel like he's a 12 year old kind of in a 20 year old Mm. he's a 12 year old old man man. (laughs) so getting back to like i said i wanted to talk about super peach and the situation uh so like we said you know in the the first episode there was some talks about her not writing so there was touching on it and of course you knew that it was going to come to a pinnacle i thought this was early to come to a pinnacle right i thought it was going to be maybe episode three or four yeah Yeah. (laughs) but nah nah it came out and i think because of the exercise the exercise was for them to write and you know everyone's riding on the bus and it gets back and then of course she goes and she talks to her sister yeah and her sister kind of has that shout out to her sister by the way uh we can get her as a guest um does she know i love peaches she talks to her sister and she's like okay well you know I'm gonna you know put my little right, flavor right. on it and yeah. I'm gonna take what you got and and I'm sure that's something that, that what they do and just to say this and I'm and Jermaine Dupri did say this and it does make sense he's mm-hmm. like if you ghostwrite for somebody else or, or you're a rapper you don't write your own lyrics mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing mm-hmm. because there's tons of rappers that do that. There's tons of rappers that have ghostwriters mm-hmm. and that help help in writing. Um, a lot of the big names do it. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, this is something that's just part of the industry. Yeah. Why but, did they make it such a big deal? Right. Well, I think they made it a big deal because, number one, 
I think everybody else, being that they're a child, is doing their own lyrics for the most part. Right. And basically, right. Yeah. And it's making it's it on a level fair. playing field. So it's almost like that's why they kept saying cheating. They use the word cheating. Mm. It's not like what she's doing is like, oh, the music industry is not going to like yeah, this. Yeah, because a lot of people right. are doing that. Exactly. In the music industry. Some of the big right. names that we know about. I just said that. Yeah. What yeah, I'm saying that. is for what's going on here and this exercise, especially this particular episode, right. it was like you need to write for yourself. Right. Yes. And the fact that she didn't write herself and use that you know her advice you know it's almost like having all the answers to the test you right. know it's like you got everybody's taking the test but you got all the answers like right that's not right it, it's, it's forever a taboo thing also mm-hmm. like you know like in the rap industry if you don't write your own lyrics you're not you, you don't have credibility you, 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 right. you don't have credibility exactly sure sure so it, it's tough and you know People will forever know that people, other people have ghostwriters or whatnot. Right. And I, I love how, yeah, yeah. I love, <laughs> <laughs> we know. I love how JD, you know, just went out there and said this. Like, yeah. I wrote, you know, Bow Wow stuff, Chris Cross's stuff. And he mm-hmm. said that straight up. Straight and up. It's the absolute truth, though. Right. So, but yeah. it, no, is there a it difference? It should be hidden, you know what I mean? But yeah. is, is there a difference between. Now, okay, let's say I write a song, right? Mm-hmm. Like Super Peach does, right? Uh, and then she gives it to her. Says, I give it to you. Uh-huh. And you just, you just look at it and, you know, say, okay, maybe switch this around just a little bit. Kind of almost like a critique and suggestions. Uh-huh. Now, is that ghostwriting or is, that, is there a difference no. between that and actually having someone else write it for you or put most of the work in? Because I'm like, right. what if she just puts a little bit of, okay, maybe change that around. Is that okay? Again, there's no problem with anything that she did in normal situations. But in the competition, is in that still too much? And the competition, the way I explained it, and that's why I think it became a big deal. Because been his whole thing is it was supposed to be. He, I want to see how you guys write. By and yourself. You, and, you, and you realize, and he said it why. The reason why he said it, he said, look, if you're not writing at all, and I'm thinking you're writing. Right. He's like, when I, when you, let's say you win this competition. Yeah. And I give you this deal. I'm expecting that you can write. Right. So I'm going to go in there and be like, all right, bust this out. Here's the beat. Let's yeah. go. And you're like, uh. I need to get this to you. I need to get this to my yeah. like, wait a second. I got to use the bathroom. You weren't, you know what I mean? <laughs> So that's his thing as a producer. He's like, yo, that's not fair because I need to know where you're at. Now, if if you can just rap and you're not good at writing, then cool. I know how to work with you. Right. But the bottom line is this was a test to see where you were right. in your writing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's Perfect. where I think it became a big deal. And there's people like that. There are people who write who can't perform, who can't rap, who don't have the mm-hmm. charisma to be a star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some stars who just can't put the lyrics together, but right. they have the flow, they have the cadence, and they mm-hmm. have the personality to do so. It's funny, too, you because know? if you look at, on the flip side, in the singing industry, um, when people are singers, there's a lot of people that don't write their own music. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. tons yeah. and tons of people that don't write a song, but they can blow, and they got the stage right. presence, and they're really good at singing, yeah. Yeah. and they have just people write for them. Right. And that's just and and, you and that's see acceptable. It, and that's acceptable. But in the rap game, like you said, like it's, it's a double standard. It's predicated, <laughs> right? it's predicated yeah. on, on the fact that exactly. if you're a rapper, you probably should be writing your own rap. Right, right. Yeah. It's just because of, because of what it is, mm-hmm. because of what it is, and I think it's been going on forever, forever, like oh, yeah, forever, forever like that. But going back to you know, again, they were upset because you know they felt like she was cheating, but. Right. I also think, too, there's a little bit of jealousy because, remember, last week she was number one. Right. She came out there guns blazing, and so this is a competition at the end of the day. Yes, these are kids, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, you, we, we as fans, I, I'm, I'm not speak for myself, but I think you guys agree, we want them all to be successful. It's not like we yeah. want just, oh, one winner and the rest of them go home. Oh, no. You know, yeah. I think we want them all to be successful, and I think the fans are the same situation, but um, in this type of situation because it is a reality show and because it is a competition people should play fair right right at the end of the day and did you guys notice i i felt like there was some it's a reality show but i felt like there was some creativity in the editing 
Because when Peach came out of the, the booth the first time, it seemed like she sat down, put like one headphone in, and some of the, the other kids were like talking about it. Oh, like she, they kicked her out because she wasn't writing her own stuff. Like right in front of her. And it seemed like they had just taken audio from maybe another scene. Put it <laughs> oh, it was cuts. It was cuts. Because yeah. Peach didn't have, like, even respond to right. what they were saying. Yeah. It just seemed like yeah. major major yeah. cuts in the, in the editing. Oh, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it was cuts. I, like, yeah. I, I don't know if I was tripping, but I did see... I thought I saw Mulatto's hair straight at one point and then mm-hmm. curly. I know doing pickup <laughs> shots and stuff, but I thought I thought it was like on the same day. And I don't know. Well, Anyways, I mean, yeah. come on, guys. We we know this industry. It's the industry. It, yeah, we, yeah. we know how it is with editing. We've talked to enough, you know, people that have been on reality shows and there's they they take liberties with editing and things of like that to create a story. You know, right. we know that. Right. I mean, I think I I agree with you. I think there were some colorful things with editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, um, let's get into this headless, please. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Right before that, though, um, I just want to just go down the list of um, my dark horse that I was mentioning last time. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. She's doing good. Yeah. She did well in the book. But who was your dark horse? Lyric. Young Lyric. Okay, because yeah, right. I don't even remember what I said last time. Yeah. But this week, I have Lyric as my dark horse, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Matter of fact, in my ranking, she's number two. Don't sleep. Well, that's actually just like JD's ranking. Yeah. Don't sleep. Yeah. Don't sleep on her. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, going to the hit list, uh, we talked about Poopy already. He did you guys agree place. with the hit list, or did you disagree? I, I agree with I, the I, first two. And then the next three, I agree one, one and two. The next okay. three, I had switched a little bit. So, okay. So Mulatto and Lyric, one and two. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. How about you guys? This was my my hit list was their hit list. Oh, well, right. It was. To I, the I would I would put that on the same. Yeah. To I would the put team. that on the same. I only thing I would switch probably just for the sake of the 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 cheating scandal. Uh-huh. If I could use that, is putting Super Peach on the bottom. Uh-huh. Um, however. She still performed well despite everything. And right. when she they made back, her go was, back and yes. she did good. And I think it was more about Poopy's attitude than anything because when he was in there, he did well. Like, right. you know, even though he had those first two lines. And I, said, I, I, I didn't see a problem before. with that now. How about exactly. you guys? Because it's like he, he wrote it. No, so, he wrote like, it. He, I mean, why I heard, not use a line from that you had before and put it on, you know, whatever you had listen, for that day? I've heard too many Little Wayne songs with a little bard or two that end up in Ross's song that mm-hmm. will. And, End up in J. Mm. Cole songs. It's like they, everybody right. uses the same thing. So yeah, but in this no, case, it was right. it was his own. You no, know? it was his own, and I think. But it goes back to what we were saying before. The task was to write something new. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he had right. those two lines, exactly, it was like you exactly. all heard that before. But they said, "Do you want to keep it?" He said, "Yeah." Yeah, they let him keep yeah. it. But when he was performing, what we saw, what they showed us, he was killing it. And I also thought it was strategic. He was killing it. I thought it was strategic that JD put him in the bottom because I think he he thought uh, he knows that uh, Lil Poopy would take that. The heart, like a, sure. you know, straight to the sure. heart, and like, yeah, I can't be there. Well, you see what happened to Lyric. Exactly. Well, you see what happened. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like maybe I don't know. Is, is JD kind of? I'm not gonna say he's hating on, on Poopy, but I'm saying is he kind of giving him a little bit more? Like he, well, might, be, he, he, he might be somebody who he's like. I, I think I really want to work with him. Yeah, because it seems like yeah. he's kind of a, a bit hard on Poopy a little bit. I think with he's just. Whole, I the, think the, he's look, yeah. he's looking at his attitude, um, and uh, I think because of his attitude, I think he's reason why he put him in last. Um, it took us right. to get closer. Get a <laughs> closer. I'm like, so, how do so, we get so, he, so he's not he's, he's not picking on Poopy, is he? I don't think he's picking no, on no. him. I think if, if anything, it's tough love. Right. If uh, anything, Poopy shot love. back with the whole uh, the, <laughs> the bald <laughs> head. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Yeah, was the, I want to hear that whole rap. Yeah, I hope they release that, that yeah, uh, pretty, that pretty soon. But the whole bald head crack was yeah. a good one. All mm-hmm. right, so Poopy's number five, Super Peach number four. And again, because of the whole lyrics situation, uh, Little Nico was number three. 
I'm gonna tell you right now with Lil Nico, I still haven't really seen him, and maybe it's editing, but I haven't mm. really seen him shine yet. Like Agreed. actually, like who you know Agreed. take off, and he's the one with the previous deal, right? So, and he's got he's got talent, but right. I have him on my top five as, as number five because number five? he didn't write anything. From what we saw, he didn't mm-hmm. write anything to do with the tour. It just mm-hmm. seemed like he wrote something completely different. I didn't right. hear anything about the tour in his, right. in his music, right. which was the task, right? Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Which uh, we still haven't spoken about Miss Mulatto. Yeah, we're getting to her because she was number one. So she went in. Yeah, Young Lyric was number two, which I really liked because mm. she was number five, and mm. I think she had the improve. She improved, uh, and then of course Miss Mulatto named number one. I think she killed, killed it. it. She, she killed it. But look, killed it. I think she's she from it. Atlanta. Like she, she, why, oh, she should so. not let anybody else come in there and rap right. better. Well, exactly. That's like about her feels. city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she had to go hard. But she wrote a whole song she too. Wrote a whole song. Who's, she, who's right. to say that she didn't already have some of that stuff though? Right? I don't think so. Who's that she didn't have? Because from ATL, why wouldn't she Good have thought. some of them lines? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Good you can say that man. about anything. Right. I personally don't think that she did. I think she I, she did have an advantage being from Atlanta. Yeah. So her reference points, obviously, she's she knows she it. She's knew heard more. these words she knew more. exactly. Yeah. But that means she should have been number one because if she wasn't, then that would be bad on her. So I mean, does, does that does that discount her number one? No, I don't think no, so because you not know, at all. She she talks about us all the time, and I love hearing it. She says, "My training, my training, my training." Mm-hmm. Means the girl works. She puts in work. That's so right. So you know she's ready. She's mm-hmm. not afraid of anything, right? Because she knows that all the hard work she's been putting on since she was what ten when she started mm-hmm. rapping. Mm-hmm. She, she and she's sixteen now, sixty right. years. Mm-hmm. She's been putting in the work, and she deserves right. it. Right. I mean, and she's the yeah. oldest, so she had right. a little bit more time to, mm-hmm. to do that. But but you're right. She she did mention training several times. Yeah. She, she's putting in the work. I agree Absolutely. With you. So, that being said, I think we should go ahead and get into predictions. Predictions. Oh, that's good. All right, let's do that. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, so I'll start on the uh, west side um, over there. Uh, West side? Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking going forward um, that you're going to see... Kind of come to fruition. Um, um, I think we we were just speaking about it. Just speaking of Low Nico, he still hasn't shown what exactly why he's there. You know, mm-hmm. kind of say so. Um, I think he is going to have a big episode next week, and um, I think we're going to see a little bit more beef between Miss Mulatto and Super Peach. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to continue to get that back and forth. I'm number one. You were, you were number mm. one. Now what? Right. And you, you don't know. write your own music. Mm. Yeah. Bars. Kind right. So <laughs> bars. Okay. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I got I got two predictions uh, going forward. Um, number one, I think after this controversy with the uh, Super Peach having her lyrics written, I mm-hmm. think she's gonna go off and just start going ham on everybody mm. uh, lyrically. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to see that. That would make for a good show. I want to mm-hmm. see her come back strong and just be like, okay. You said I didn't write my lyrics? Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Here's my lyrics. I'm right. just going to murder all of you mm-hmm. in the process. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I, I think she has, at least performing-wise, she's got that, mm-hmm. she's got that attitude to mm-hmm. do that. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping that she, even though we might not have seen it yet, I'm hoping she has the talent to back that up and just mm-hmm. go off on all of them. That's that's what, what I want to see going forward. And I, I'm, I'm thinking it might happen. And then my second prediction, we still haven't really seen it yet, but I'm waiting for that parental drama. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. The parents right. go at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, that's definitely coming. Yes. That's definitely coming, for sure. You know, that was definitely my predictions. I'm waiting to see Miss Mulatto's uh, dad, Shane, <laughs> and uh, Mama Peach get into it. I just feel like that's going to happen, Ooh. for real. Um, but also, uh, Lil Nico, I think... Um, 
how he's writing right now and how we haven't seen him all the mm-hmm. way through yet, something's gonna pop and he's and he's gonna have his own episode of Shine. Not sure if he's gonna you know hit that number one. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure yet because I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna shine in one episode. There's gonna be an episode like almost mm-hmm. like, about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Miss um, Mulatto's gonna keep it up there, number one. Mm. That's what I think. Okay. He's gonna keep it up there, number one. Uh, but uh, Poopy's gonna Poopy's gonna go hard trying to come back. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you got, Lou? I think that uh, Lewis is gonna get in Poopy's behind. Yes. yes. I think for Which sure. Much like needed. that last thing he said was he didn't even think he was ready for the next challenge. Like he was like, "Yo, you need to get it together." Yeah. And so I think you know that kind of uh, talk that they had. I think that's gonna put Poopy and just be like, "Look, I gotta really, mm-hmm. you know, really be buckled down, do what I gotta do with this." And make it happen. And so I definitely think if he's not number one next week, he's going to be number two just because of that talk. Mm. So that's where I'm at with it. I just had to say I'm a huge fan of Smack URL Battle Rap. It had been sick if JD put the kids against each other, like making a bars about each other, give it a yeah. more competitive game. Right? That, that would be sick. Right? Exactly, right? We got six more episodes. Yeah, so it definitely know. could happen. Never Just know. Don't rule it out. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. We want to thank you for tuning in. We want to thank uh, Papa Lewis for joining us. Shout out 508. Yeah. Roxton <laughs> in the his house. Cape Verde and Cabo Verde. Hey. That's how we get down. Uh, I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez. You can find me always on social media at The Poet Saint. All day every day Nino where you at boy what's going on guys once again it's your boy you know you can Nino catch Brown. me at Nino Lanera on Instagram Twitter and Facebook I'm much nicer than Nino Brown for sure <laughs> <laughs> right right like, you, Josh? like your boy Lim Gonzalez said <laughs> catch me on social media JJ the Talented <laughs> <laughs> hilarious oh man it's your man Jimmy V uh, once again big shout out to Papa Lewis for coming through and showing love I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad continue the conversation comment below yes, yes, in this yeah. video yeah, yeah. your thoughts on this episode we always love to hear from you yeah absolutely right. absolutely keep tuning in keep commenting and let's get it there see y'all next week, week. next week from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.